This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as uh, simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. This is The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. Let's live in the now and talk about these NBA games uh, going down on a Tuesday night in the association. Let's start with the Knicks and the Heat. This is the game that you'll get to watch if you, you know, are on the East Coast and you can only watch the early game. Uh, so we've got the Knicks laying six and a half, total 207 and a half, but it's the Heat that actually lead the series one game to nothing. And listen, we're on ankle watch because Jimmy Butler mm-hmm. has been an absolute problem for opposing teams. But now he has a problem himself, and it's a bum ankle, which he played through a lot of pain in the last game and kind of was like a decoy in the final few minutes. But Mm -hmm. I don't think he can do that for a full game if he's not 100% healthy. So how does that spin it for you? For me, it makes me not want to bet on this game at all. I I think the Knicks are the right side here. I don't think Jimmy's going to play. Doesn't the line bear that out? Like there's no way even without Julius Randle – that if you've got a hobble Jimmy Butler, that the Knicks should be favored by six and a half. Doesn't that tell you that Jimmy Butler is not going to play? And here's the thing I keep coming back to. This is where coaching and strategy come in. There's absolutely, there's absolutely no way at all the Heat can compete in this series without Jimmy Butler. He's the only reason why they're here because Victor Oladipo is out. Tyler Hero is out. Those guys are done for the season. It's Jimmy, Bam Adebayo, Gabe Vincent, Alonzo Mourning. Like, I don't even know who the rest of their roster is right now. It's just Jimmy just carrying the load. And so if you're the Heat and if you read the reports, Jimmy Butler has been receiving round-the-clock treatment. Why would you risk further injuring that ankle tonight when you've already got home court advantage in this series because you won game one. So I think if you're the Heat, unless you're Jimmy and somehow you can really go and be effective, because I think even if he plays, it's too soon, he won't be effective. I think you say, you know what, let's hold Jimmy out here. Let's give him an extra couple days to recoup and then go back to Miami and then put him back in the lineup. Because if he further injures this ankle, they are done Right, and if he further injures himself and he puts more weight on that ankle and they still lose the game, uh, that's a lose-lose. So I think that Mm -hmm. you do the safe play, which is hold Jimmy Butler out, even though don't you think that Jimmy Butler's probably going to put up a little bit of a fight? This is a guy that is very vocal, Mm -hmm. and I'm sure it's going to take a lot to keep him off the court. But if anybody can manage personalities, 
uh, it's definitely Coach Spell. And I think he's got to talk some sense into him here saying, hey, listen, this is a road game. We weren't expecting to win this one anyway. How about we wait till we're back at home? We have home court advantage. We've already stolen a game on the road. That's good enough. This is a seven-game series. Let's try to look at the bigger picture here. Because you're right, without Jimmy Butler, this is a Heat team that I'm going to have trouble backing. Even though I think this line may still have Jimmy Butler in it. Like, look at some of the lines that the Heat have had. Like, they are getting no credit in the market just because on the regular season alone. But if Jimmy Butler does not play, this is not a Heat team that I want to back. Their offense has been Jimmy Butler and really Jimmy Butler alone. I know Bam Adebayo had a couple good games thrown in there, but still, I don't expect this team to be very good without Jimmy Butler. So it feels like they're kind of waving the white towel if Jimmy Butler is not in this one. So probably Knicks are the right play, but... Is there any way that you take the heat here? Maybe if the line gets even bigger. Yeah, I, I, man. And here's the thing. The thing that gives me pause, I do think the Knicks are going to win this game. I would bet the Knicks to cover. I won't play it for this show, but that would be my lane. Is that when I see a spread that's six and a half, and then I see a total that's 207 and a hook, I'm like, eh. Doesn't that total seem a little bit too low to be laying six and a half points with anyone when there's this many injury question marks like i just don't know i feel like this is a night when the knicks will come to play the energy in the garden will be crazy and also it needs to be said as well in game one the knicks shot six of what 34 or seven of 34 from three-point land they were 60 percent from the free throw line so you've got to believe on some level like that's hard to replicate even if you're trying there's got to be some sort of positive regression here for the Knicks where they shoot the ball better. And if they do, then I think they cover. But ultimately, there's so many question marks. I thought this was going to end come the postseason. It hasn't. This is a tough one. No, too many injury question marks is exactly right. Jalen Brunson on ankle watch. Julius Randle on ankle watch. Jimmy Butler on Mm -hmm. ankle watch. There are too many question marks besides ankles for me to want to bet on this one. So, uh, yeah, the Heat, sh- or excuse me, the Knicks should sh- uh, shoot a little better, but this is not a good shooting team. Like, that's my only rebuttal, yeah. is saying, like, the Knicks are not, like, that great of a shooting team anyway. Uh, but still, one would think that they would be a little bit better than those numbers they posted last time around. So it's probably a stay away from me. It just feels like I don't want to put a lot of effort into a game that has this many missing pieces. It's like doing a puzzle when you don't have the final three pieces to complete said puzzle. puzzle. So let's move on to the late game that uh, maybe I'll get to watch a half of it, but it's a good one (laughs) as we have the Lakers taking on the Warriors in game one of the Western Conference semis. We have Golden State laying four and a half, total 227 and a half. Jinx, before we get into game one, who do you think wins this series? Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. 
That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as uh, simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Oh, it has to be the Warriors, right? Don't the Lakers get yeah, worn out? So. And you know, I'm an old guy. I'm all about the old guys. I'm all about making sure these guys get credit. And I'm not even an LBJ guy. I'm a Jordan guy, but I I just don't see the Lakers. Now, I think the Lakers can cover tonight. I do. I think the Warriors are going to be a little worn out from the Game 7 against the Kings, and the Lakers have rested since Friday. But doesn't it just feel like that the Lakers are going to be a little bit worn out here and that the Warriors have kind of come alive? Yeah. Uh, I think it's tough because the Lakers have been so hot. Like, it's hard to fade these teams that just catch fire at the end mm-hmm. of the season because that's exactly what the Lakers did. But you've got to remember that this is a completely different matchup than their matchup against the Grizzlies. Honestly, I thought the mm-hmm. Lakers going into that series had a pretty good matchup because it's a Grizzlies team that needs to control the boards. It's hard to do that against a Lakers team that's pretty big inside and also has some really good rim protectors, Anthony Davis, and also LeBron James is a damn good defender in his own right as well. Here's the problem that I think presents itself for the Lakers in this series. The fact that if it's a three-point barrage from the Warriors, which we know they're fully capable of, do we think the Lakers can go shot for shot with the Warriors? And my reply would probably be no. You know, this is not a team that's offensively as high-powered as the Warriors. And here's the thing about good defenses. Yes, the Lakers can really turn it on, but it seems like Steph Curry is a cheat code against just about – any defense because they make these rotations where they just switch and switch and switch. And when they find the matchup that they like, that's when they attack. And Steph Curry is so good at finding these tight windows to make these shots where he's cold blooded and he doesn't miss. I just feel like it's the Warriors for me in this series. Yeah. I think in the series that you got to go with Golden Stone and also Matt put this in the chat, which I think is a very good point. I think the Lakers have the advantage tonight. Maybe they went out right, but when you think about the Warriors and the energy they had to expend to eliminate the Kings, remember, Steph had to drop 50, didn't miss a single shot. I mean, he did, but he was so on point. One of the most brilliant performances you will ever see. So I think maybe the Lakers grab one tonight. Maybe they keep it closed. And then you go into the Warriors and maybe you get a better series price. I just don't think the Lakers have the horses. They don't have the depth that the Warriors have. And again, they're old. Hate to keep saying that, but as the playoffs go on and thus far things sort of work out in LA's favor, I just think the toll of the postseason is going to start to wear on LA. So, what do we think of the Lakers in the first half? Because I can totally see the Warriors coming out of the gates kind of sluggish. Like you said, coming off in uh, a game seven that was emotionally draining against the Kings. And you've got to remember in that game se- seven, they were trailing. At half, it almost seems like we have reverted back to the Golden State Warriors that do just what they need to survive in advance. Like, look at Steph Curry. Like, he poured it on in the second half. And this is a team that, you know, they didn't really turn a corner until the second half of this game. And moving forward, I think a good live bet is the Warriors in the third quarter because they make these good adjustments at halftime. And if they're down, we know they're going to get back in it, usually. Uh, So I think maybe the Lakers in the first half. Do you like that better than the full game? I think that's probably the best bet if you, well, I don't know. 
You know what? No, I, I, I'm not a first half better. I, I see what you're saying. And so I would lean that way based on your analysis, but I do like the Lakers full game here just because of the rest. Fight. The Warriors, listen, the Warriors are not just because they're younger. doesn't mean they're immune to being tired. And they, again, they expended a lot of energy against Sacramento and also the Lakers have had extra time to prepare, which I think absolutely is a factor here. We said this yesterday when we were talking about Sixers and Celtics. The Sixers are well-rested. They've had extra time to get ready for game one, which I think helped them last night. I think it helps the Lakers here. Yeah, I think so as well. Uh, From a prop standpoint, I think I'm going to stay away from this game because, like I said, it's a much different matchup. I'm very curious to see if we see Kevon Looney of the Warriors continue to pull down, you know, massive numbers on the rebounding end because it's a lot tougher when you're going against guys like Anthony Davis and LeBron James, and even Jared Vanderbilt, who might have a big game tonight. For more, listen to The Daily Tip, presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BeckQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.